0: Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Helen Nguyen, CEO and co-founder of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hi there, Wellness Wednesday listeners. Welcome back to our episode of how to find a pediatric doctor. As a new mother, I had to struggle with this myself. And there were, well, as a new mother, there were a lot of advice given to me. Let's just say that. Anybody, anybody hear that? Any <laughs> echo with, with anyone's <laughs> experience out there? But luckily I have the upper hand of having folks in my community, like Dr. Hervey Froelich, who were, you know, I can, I feel like I can reach out to you, Hervey, when, when I, when I need something, right? It's true. Yeah. Yes. When you're not camping or.
1: Right. <laughs> that was a great trip, by the way.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad that one of us likes camping. But we're back in the studio with another, none other than our wonderful governing board member, Dr. Heri Frolik, who's brilliant and an amazing pediatric uh, physician, and he's gonna kind of help us lay some structure and groundwork for new moms like me, new parents out there. Well, would would you say I'm a senior mother now? Like pretty senior, pretty junior? Two uh, and a half years in.
1: Two and a half years in. <laughs> Late childhood. Okay. All right. Mother? I'll take it. I'll take it. Using the developmental scheme that I'm used to. <laughs> infant, child, adolescent.
0: Okay. Yeah. We're still in the infant.
1: Late child. Late. No, you're late child oh, as, a late. Okay. as a mother. Okay. Okay. I'm not talking about your son. Okay. He's, I'm talking he's a about toddler. Me.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. I'll take it. I'll take it. But <laughs> I, I'm wondering if you could reintroduce yourself to our listeners. And just give us a quick rundown of where you used to practice, why you went into pediatrics other than the obvious, they're adorable and you want to squeeze them and love them. So that's obvious. But if you could reintroduce yourself and give us a little rundown on why pediatrics.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, my name is Hervey Froelich. I grew up on the East Coast and did all, all my education and training more or less, East Coast and the South. Mm -hmm. And deciding to be a pediatrician wasn't that difficult for me because I liked kids. Mm -hmm. And I like being a servant to families Mm -hmm. and to the community. Mm -hmm. All physicians go through medical school. Mm -hmm. So they get to experience the whole range of different practices. Mm -hmm. So I'd say I enjoyed the pediatric ones the most. Okay. Tempted to do a couple of other things, but finally decided pediatrics was what I wanted, and I'm glad I did.
0: Um, Yeah. Have you been satisfied with that decision?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I retired a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. No particular pressure, but it seemed like the right time after 35 years of being a pediatrician. Um, I still have my license, so Mm -hmm. I can volunteer here and there, like Mm -hmm. on the 3W board. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, so I did a number of things along my career. I was an infectious disease specialist for a short time, mm-hmm. and I transitioned to general pediatrics, and I did that for 10 years in California, Fresno.
0: Wow.
1: Then we moved here, and I worked first at Group Health and Kaiser for 23 years.
0: Wow, you were at Kaiser for that long? hmm yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't imagine doing anything for 20, 30 years.
1: Well, you will. You get to experience it.
0: <laughs> I we just my husband and I just uh-huh. celebrated our ten year, and I'm like, whoa,
1: yeah. that's that's great, isn't it? That's crazy. I'm mm-hmm. like,
0: are we done? You know, <laughs> <laughs> are, are we done? are we getting to the end here or what? <laughs>
1: well, but you know, the Carters were married for seventy seven years. Bless their hearts.
0: Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. My grandparents were married for sixty four.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So it so is possible. It is. Can it just done.
0: seems so crazy. But well, thank you for giving us a, a quick rundown of sure. your background and your experience and why you picked pediatrics. What in, what in your opinion are some struggles parents go through when finding a pediatric doctor?
1: Yeah, the kind of struggle you're talking about is mostly with first time mothers. Yeah. So there's the whole pregnancy deal, mm-hmm. which I didn't take care of pregnant patients. Yeah. I take care of the babies after they come out. Yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah, I should mention this too. Pediatricians take care of babies from birth to when they leave our practice, and that varies. Okay. Often it's during adolescence. They feel like, oh, I want to see someone who doesn't have a bunch of kids in the waiting room. <laughs> or it's at end of high school. Or it's when they come back from college and... They have a beard and they're a lumberjack, and I tell them, "You know what? It's time."
0: <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I did not want uh, to leave my pediatrician. She was awesome, <laughs> and eventually she had to say, "Helen, right? My scope of practice has ended with you. <laughs> you need <laughs> exactly. to go somewhere else." <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: But I was like, "But you know me but, the best." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a
1: wonderful transition conversation.
0: Yeah, but you, So you've had to had. Those conversations oh, through yes. the years.
1: Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And have they've always gone pretty smoothly or Yeah.
1: No one has broken down and cried. Okay. I got a couple of hugs and Aww. not from the lumberjack. So yeah, it's for as far as picking a pediatrician, a pediatric doctor. Mm-hmm. It sometime during pregnancy, the couple realizes, oh, wait a minute, this is gonna be a baby. Yeah. <laughs> who is outside of us, me,
0: yeah. the mother. Yeah.
1: And I have to do something with this baby. Mm -hmm. So they figure out how to go to a doctor. Okay. The choices are a little, there's a little bit of a range. Family practice, doctors do see kids and most of them like to see kids. Okay. And they're more common in the Washington state than many other states. And then there's pediatricians who are trained specifically with just kids. Mm -hmm. Again, from birth through adolescence. Okay. so that's the basic category to pick first. Mm-hmm. And then the next decision is really governed a lot by insurance. Mm. People with low or no income, mm-hmm. their kids are going to qualify for what's called Apple Health here or mm-hmm. Medicaid mm-hmm. in other states. Mm-hmm. So they will be able to find someone, but mm-hmm. that choice is going to be governed by which groups, which practices mm-hmm. accept Medicaid.
0: Mm-hmm
1: then the other practices will generally say any type of insurance is fine but they often exclude Apple Health Medicaid mm. when they say we accept most major insurers that almost always means they're not accepting you know Apple Health mm-hmm. but some pediatric offices are different because we know that as many as uh, a third of the kids in the state are born to low income yes. families so yes. that's who we see. Mm-hmm. We see kids,
0: right? Is there a difference in quality?
1: No, as far as training, mm-hmm. we all go through medical school, then through an approved residency, and then get credentialed. Mm-hmm. So quality is very hard for a layperson, that is a non medical person, to understand. Mm-hmm. It's it is the interaction. It is the the Yelp reviews, mm-hmm. the interpersonal stuff. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, I would say you have to know does this person listen mm-hmm. and think and advise in a logical way, mm-hmm. in a scientific way? So it has to be more than just, you know, good interpersonal relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember going through the process of picking a pediatrician for my own son and yeah. it was really helpful to go onto the the hospital or the clinic's website and yes. there's a biography yes. of the of the physician. And yeah. what we decided was because our son is adopted, we yeah. we really gravitated towards the doctor that adopted himself. A little boy. And so we're like, oh, this this feels good. Let's see, you know, let's see how this would go. And we've been with him ever since. Oh, that's But that was kind of our process. Sure.
1: Anyone who works in a clinic that is more than just a Mm one-person office, which Mm -hmm. is pretty much the norm now. Yeah. uh, It's going to be very rare to find someone in a one- or two-person office. They're going to have a website and they're going to have a bio. And Mm -hmm. generally... We were asked to write our own bios, oh, so okay. that's where that information comes from. Okay. So that's a little feedback, of course, from an editor, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's how that person wants to present themselves, and that, that's a good way to get to know someone.
0: Yeah, that was yeah, that was good for us to know. And then, what other tips would you give to parents on how to find a a, a good pediatrician? What are some signs or that this is a positive relationship that we should continue? Or what are some red flags that parents should look out for on their first or second appointment with the pediatrician?
1: That ties into the question that Dr. Mead answered last month uh, about finding meeting and Mm -hmm. finding someone who's compatible.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, There are meet and greet visits at many offices, so you can go for a 15, 10-minute chat. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear pretty much the same thing. Okay. You know, the common questions are: Do you support breastfeeding? Well, duh. Uh-huh. Do you give immunizations here? Yes. <laughs> do you like immunizations? Yes. I'm a pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> How can we reach you? Well, you can call, make mm-hmm. an appointment, mm-hmm. do email. You know, mm-hmm. so there is some interpersonal stuff that's going to happen underneath the superficial questions that you're going to know. I can. L- this person listens to me. Mm-hmm. Or, ooh, I could never see myself having a conversation about my child mm-hmm. with this person. Mm-hmm. One thing you should not look for very hard is a male pediatrician. It's about one in nine now going really? through residency. Really? Eight women to nine, one man in most residencies in pediatrics.
0: Wow, I did not know that.
1: It has really flipped. There was always more women... In pediatrics, then, say, surgery. Okay. But now it's gone even more to that extreme.
0: Um, wow. Wow.
1: So don't beat your brains out looking for a guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless it's a dinosaur like me. Uh, <laughs> you're still practicing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's really interesting because I was just going to ask you mm-hmm. – I was told as a new mom that if you have a boy, you need to look for a male pediatrician. If you have a girl, you need to look for a female pediatrician. Right. And you're saying that's not even possible sometimes.
1: Sometimes. So depending on the clinic you choose, the Mm -hmm. office you go to, Mm -hmm. that won't even be possible. Okay. Everyone would love to have a variety. Yeah. Of everything. Okay. Yeah. You know. Different racial backgrounds, mm-hmm. different ethnic backgrounds, different mm-hmm. gender, mm-hmm. male, female. Mm-hmm. But it's just not possible. That's, it's, that's the way it is.
0: is. I mean, if there was a possibility, uh, is there an advantage for that child to be seen by someone that has the same gender as them versus the other? i
1: I don't really believe that. Okay. Yeah. I think it's fine i'll tell you though most uh, adolescent girls would prefer to see a woman
0: okay
1: so that's pretty easy yeah and the guys they're not they're not too worried about it not too their sports picky. physical <laughs> and then they can endure that and then they get they move on
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i was that's one yeah. of those things that All right yeah as a new parent that that right i was told so yeah it didn't you know, personally, I didn't have a, such a hard time finding a male physician. Oh, okay. yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah, are there any resources that you know for those who may be, like you mentioned, low income or uninsured or on on Apple Health, mm. that you could suggest to a parent?
1: Well, first would be the Washington uh, Health Plan Finder, mm. mm-hmm. so that gets you. Connected to the whole system. It's Mm -hmm. really important because having insurance for kids opens the door to well visits. Mm -hmm. So we haven't talked much about, you know, the office itself. Okay. But pediatric practice consists of about half well visits and half urgent visits. Okay. So you've got, you know, two month olds. Six month olds twelve year olds coming in for their well visits, and then in between you're seeing ear infections, respiratory infections, your a d h d patients, your patients who are depressed, and mm. you know the whole variety post concussion mm. I mean a full orbed pediatric practice includes all of that okay some offices have elected to move most of the urgent visits to their own urgent care, okay. Like some of the larger offices will have a separate urgent care set up. Uh And they just assume that you won't be able to get in to see your pediatrician for same-day visits or within two days. Okay, Most of the things that happen to kids that are acute, you want to be seen the same day or the next day. Okay. Have some contact. So that's a little bit of a difference between offices. You can look at that to see characteristics of an office.
0: Through your practice, were there trends that you saw that you were able to observe and pick up in questions new parents ask their pediatrician? Like what's like the most common thing that people asked you when they bring their (laughs) newborn in and is like, what do I do?
1: Right. What do I we're, do? Yeah. Why How is it- How do hold this baby? Yeah.
0: Why is it- They're usually past z-
1: that stage already.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when you're sleep deprived, you're kind That's of like- true.
1: I don't know what to do. I, I had a friend say, you know, we were sleep deprived for the first 10 years. <laughs> and I, I recommend that everyone approach having a kid that way. <laughs> yeah not bad advice yeah
0: so. no, you're not not bad at all, yeah. but what were one of those first time parent questions that you got very often?
1: Well, the obvious ones are, is everything working
0: okay, right, okay,
1: all the fingers and toes and mm-hmm. breathing and mm-hmm. alertness and all that kind of stuff okay, so once you get past that, then okay. you deal with uh why is the why is there a red spot on the diaper? In the first few days of life, there's a crystal that has a chemical reaction with disposable diapers that turns urine red. Oh! And it's a very shocking thing for a new parent. Okay. Why is my baby bleeding? Yeah. But it's not. It's okay. just a nor. It's been there. It's who we are as humans. We produce this crystal okay. as newborns. Yeah. And disposable diapers revealed it. Wow. So there's one that's a common one. Okay. Why is my baby's poop so green? (laughs) That's a great one. My my standard answer was, you know, you don't need to worry about the color unless it's red or black or white. Anything other than those colors, you're good.
0: Okay. What is your opinion about diapers? Disposable or reusable? Do you have a preference as Uh, a...
1: I have no preference. (laughs) It's a lot easier to throw a diaper away. Yeah. (laughs) That is a very non, it's not a very ecologically permanent, sustainable approach. Yes. At some point, I think we'll have a better technology
0: Mm -hmm.
1: than that. But right now.
0: Like biodegradable ones or.
1: Yeah. Or who knows something that you got to deal with the poop.
0: Are there any special mm-hmm. diaper rash ointments oh. that you that you like that have worked that you've seen work oh, yeah, sure. better versus others?
1: You know, almost all of them have the same ingredient okay. in them. So the brand doesn't make too much difference. Okay. What does count is the contact time of uh moisture against the skin. Mm-hmm. So that's where the disposables are great. Mm-hmm. If you've been using um cloth diapers, and there's a bad rash, switch to disposables for five days mm. and as you treat it, and then yeah. that'll help. Yeah. But uh most commonly it's irritation from just the wetness, mm-hmm. and then secondly, a yeast infection, which is easy mm-hmm. to treat with over the counter yeast creams.
0: Okay. Okay. And what's your one liner advice that you give to new parents? Uh
1: This is a new human being. You now have responsibility for teaching him or her how to be a thriving human. Mm -hmm. It's a long process full of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to help you along the way. But you're the ones who are raising this
0: child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that usually make them feel better? I don't.
1: I think so. <laughs> it's like, you know, deer in the headlights, eyes get wide. What have I done?
0: <laughs> sometimes I think about how um, my uh, son loves to watch a lot of nature shows. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I like, we watch them, you know, giraffe give birth, an elephant mm. give birth. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, human babies are so useless. They don't do anything that, when they come out.
1: You know, that's exactly what I was thinking of this morning. <laughs> <laughs> As I was thinking about talking today is you look at the horse. That was the example I was thinking of because yeah. I've seen pictures of horses yes. being born. Yeah. Within a few minutes, they're standing up. They're running around in the yes. field. Yes. And they're, except for the fact that they're still in mother's milk, yes. they're pretty much the way they're going to be their whole life.
0: Right. Right.
1: But there's so much more that goes into being a human. Yes. we like, God made us. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. That it takes 18 plus years of parent, mm-hmm. close parenting. Yeah. It changes over the years. Every, well, every stage is different.
0: Well, my mother doesn't think at, each, at age 18 you're done parenting.
1: Oh, you're not. But it changes. <laughs> it changes. You become more of the coach.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't so. that, oh, that's a very interesting idea you have to go off on spring break. <laughs> hmm. How are you going to pay for that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. My mother would have just said no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There you go. (laughs) And you would have said, okay, mom. Yeah.
0: I see. Well, I was living under her roof, so there was no uh, fighting about that. So yeah. Well, thank you for your wisdom and insight on just first time parents. I know, you know, we get quite a few first time parents here at Mm. 3W and the excitement, right, of the ultrasound and yes. being able to see their little one and seeing, oh. and the, the realization that this thing that's growing inside of me is going to come out yeah. and it's going to grow and I'm going to have to be responsible for it. It is nothing like driving home with your newborn in the backseat going, Oh my God! We can't give it back we can't We can't undo this. The ship has sailed, and it's it's like a feeling I've never mm-hmm. experienced before yeah, never before, but would I do it again probably
1: great that's yeah. a great answer because and as pediatricians family practice docs n p s seeing kids, we want to come alongside parents mm-hmm. to encourage Every way they can to enjoy it and also see how serious it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. It's really awesome. It actually. is awesome.
1: It's a good word for it. Thank you, Dr. Hervey. You're very welcome. <laughs> I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go, listeners. Thanks for tuning in on this episode on how to find a pediatric doctor for you and your family and your little ones. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm sure we'll have Dr. Herbie back for a variety of other topics, but thanks for tuning in today. And I don't know about you, but Dr. Hervey has a way of talking that makes me just feel so relaxed and as I'm drinking my tea today. So hopefully that will make you feel that way too and not panic about being a new parent. Okay. Well, good luck. Bye-bye. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more information about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you like this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.